0: What's going on? I'm Vince mancini and you're listening to the film Drunk Frogcast. back for another week from the Frock quarters in San Francisco. It's gonna be another great show. We got Justin Halpern coming on in a little bit from powerless. He has a theory that I'm the white Armand Dwight and uh, he says that he's brought evidence to bolster his theory. so look forward to that. Uh, in the meantime, we're just two guys having a good time. My friend Mr. Matt Lieb is in the oh, front quarters. Oh, how many of you were disappointed that it was me?
1: <laughs> I know I am very disappointed. That makes two. That makes all of us. Me and you. Which is very sad. Uh, Brandon couldn't be here. Brett is dead. Yeah, yeah. And all the other comedians were un- Ben has Ben literally has cancer. Oh, right. Ben actually has <laughs> got cancer. But he's fighting. Find the good fight. We got any Ben updates?
0: Uh, no. We I should have asked for one. It seems very climactic to bring it up without having an update. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, we brought it
1: up. Sorry. So I'm gonna guess. Uh, he's 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 beating it. Yeah. Uh, he's he's uh, going through it. Stay positive. Stay for 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 his fraud strong. Anyway, let's bringing it down. Um, Let's just end the podcast right (laughs) now. Let's quit.
0: Um, (laughs) have you ever done an episode just you? no you should I to, try, I try to that. listen to uh the pod f tomcast oh yeah I, like, I love paul f Tompkins. and the one i listened to was just him talking to himself mm-hmm. for like an hour and yeah I, it was impressive but also like i didn't want to li- it was like insane
1: yeah you gotta you gotta be a really big fan of someone to just listen to them yammer
0: i yeah. mean i mean you, that's but he's got these... the chops to do it i just didn't want to listen to it and i was impressed but i just didn't it was weird. It remi- felt weird. It reminds me of uh, when I
1: worked in AM Radio. Mm-hmm. There, we uh, had some syndicated shows that would play. For Talk Nine. For Talk Nine. Yeah. Um, and uh, some of the syndicated shows were just one person. It would be like Laura Ingram or something. Yeah. And she would just talk,
2: and there'd be long pauses. <laughs> yeah and and they
1: just there's no like there's a lot of dead air no you don't think about that with rush
0: limbaugh like yeah i mean we we've just taken it as a given that he would have a five hour radio show yeah like every day and then you realize it's just him in a room talking to himself about nothing yeah no wonder he's fucking crazy (laughs) yeah you
1: go crazy if you're just talking about about nothing to yourself for five hours a day
0: eventually you just gotta start hating black people yeah
1: i mean you maybe you just do the mental gymnastics like it's easier to do the mental gymnastics of like being a bigot when you've got five hours to kill yeah after a while you're like hey gymnastics is not so hard well, if you I mean, practice it's at least an ethos that you can stick to oh yeah you know it's, it's and it, and hey it gets uh, the
0: listeners you
1: know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. although i never i've never actually listened to anything
0: but snippets from oh, i used to hear it i feel like i had f- people people I, f- I feel like my friend's dad used to listen to it and it would just be on like i've definitely uh-huh. listened to it at, at, for long stretches what is it? not I mean, like on purpose like i was listening to it but i've been in i the believe room. you yeah i know that you're scared a little bit that
1: i'm looking at you and i'm going no, Who, no. what's in his heart really yeah i don't know you know i turn on i people. went to grad
0: school with his niece she's very nice really yeah little
1: niece limbach mm-hmm. what was her last name limbach it was, yeah, until she got married. Oh, uh, well, that's very <laughs> <laughs> traditional. Yeah, um,
0: now she's a Cohen. Now she's a
1: Cohen? Yeah, wow. what do you think about that? Well, look at that. Jews are white. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, that's. Uh, this is going to be just... This is just going to be us for the their listeners. Hey, I like us. Don't you like me? Yeah. No, I love you. You know, and once it was clear that uh, everyone else couldn't do it, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. except for Halpern, who's going to be calling in. Uh, I was like, you know, this is going to be a fun little challenge. Just yeah. you and me. Have you done a podcast before? Just you and one other person? Yeah, I think me and Brett have done one before. Oh, I want to listen to that. Mm-hmm,
0: God, mm-hmm. I miss Brett. Yeah. I miss him. Everybody does. I,
1: I you, Do you think,
0: Where, what do you think he's doing right now? uh maybe just squishing aphids on his maybe draw- he's drawing squirrels oh yeah what is it what is he doing uh where is he drawing oh, s- I, I, I got a new park i like to
3: go to um what park oh it's it's squirrel park oh so it's perfect for your chosen hobby yeah i mean i just i chose it partly because of the name you know you 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 saw the name. I figured you know it's called Squirrel Park, but probably probably got some good squirrels there. You know, are there? Oh yeah, sure, sure, sure. What kind of squirrels? Oh, you got, you got your Eastern Ridgeback squirrels. Uh, you got your uh, <laughs> Northeastern Crested squirrels. Oh, uh, those are the- a little harder to draw. Cause, Why? Because the crests mostly. Because they're what? The crests. The crests. Yeah, it's a crested. It's a nor- it's a crested squirrel. <laughs> Hard to get the shade. No, rat sure on the, on you the gotta pierce.
1: get that crest right, or else people yeah. be like, "What kind
3: of squirrel is that?" There's sometimes they confuse it for uh, for for a common squirrel. you don't know, want that. Yeah, no, because mm-hmm. then with all the the <laughs> the collectors, they pay extra for how much do they pay? Oh, uh, uh, like $10, 15 dollars on top of your normal. No, no, that's the total. Oh, okay. I don't like to charge too much for my squirrel drawings. Well, that's nice of you. I think squirrels should be accessible to everybody. Yeah, if you can
1: look them at, at them for free, you might as well get a drawing for free.
3: Oh, yeah, sure, sure.
1: Well, thanks for coming <laughs> on. Got,
3: of- gotta go. Flap, <laughs> flap, flap.
1: Look, even he's a bird bat. <laughs> How many bird bats That's weird. do you let on this podcast yeah. on a weekly basis? Anyway, I'm
0: back. I was, I was out of the room for a mm. second there. Yeah. I'm glad you're here because you, a lot you... of things happened this week. So much. Mm-hmm. Well, the Otto Warmbier died. Yeah. Which sucks because like, I can't make fun of his weird name anymore.
1: Yeah, Warmbier. You know? It sounds
0: like a top secret character. Wasn't there like a, you know, Colonel... Colonel Coolbeer? Colonel... Cr- cool beer? K- Colonel... <laughs> bad strudel or something i don't know like bad there's some bad german puns in top secret because all in east germany it's been a while since i've seen top secret so but o- i'm sure warm beer sounds like a prison guard in top it Secret. it does yeah yeah i mean i'm gonna just assume that
1: that's correct um yeah. but yeah so he's a guy who uh for listeners who aren't as woke oh, yeah. um he was he was in north korea um, I don't know how he got there. I mean, a plane, but like I don't know. No,
0: there's a, there's this thing. It was Young Pioneers Tours, which is like a Chinese tour. You can go okay. and, go to China and take a, okay. a special tour that'll take you to. North Korea. He's an
1: American. He tried to steal a propaganda poster. They caught him from his
0: hotel. He wanted a, like a souvenir from his right. hotel.
1: Right. Uh, they caught him. They imprisoned him. We don't know what they did to him. They and then they, they said, recently brought him back they to said America. He had
0: botulism. And yeah. then he gave and he took a sleeping pill, and then he never woke up. Which and, uh, I mean, so this I'm, doesn't sound right.
1: Well, I don't know about botulism, but also I don't. Tr- Here's the thing: about <laughs> I don't know North why the- you would take sleeping pills for botulism. I don't know what the connection between those two things is. And mm. you know, yeah, it seems like the worst thing to take because first botulism is uh, what is it like? Is it like cause paralysis and shit? I, I don't know. I mean, it's cause a, it's a bacteria
0: bo- botch botching. It botches your yeah, isms. Yeah, you get all botched.
1: All your isms get botched, and then you and then you take a sleeping pill on top of that, and uh, that's going to cause uh, some some dying. But uh, so apparently he was in a coma.
0: Um, they said nor- he's been in like I knew he was in jail in North Korea for the past year. Right. And then no, North Korea handed him back, and they're like, oh yeah, he has neurological he had, trauma. Also, he's been in a coma for like a year.
1: Right. And and now he and now he's he's died, and. Uh, uh what are, are we they, going
2: to Nor- to war
0: with north korea i don't think so okay well good i mean they do a Next lot subject. of shit Next i mean subject. like i mean Next how much subject. how much worse could they be to where we're like well now we're going to war yeah i mean but what's, when's the last time there's a reason we don't go to war with them their army's like has like a million people in it and they have a ton of uh are they fed are they fed
1: yeah they feed their they feed their army they must i mean right? if they
0: feed anybody it's gonna be the army yeah that's true um, they're probably not that well fed, but you don't have to feed like mortars. Is that? But
1: wait, is the, the reason we don't go to war with them is is because they have a
0: big army? Because that doesn't sound well. Yeah, I, if we if we declare war, they're gonna they're gonna drop like a, a metric fuck ton of uh, artillery shells on Seoul, which is right. like forty miles away.
1: Right. That's that's the reason. It's it's like yeah. I, I feel like America wouldn't think twice about about that um if it, they well,
0: and china is like kind of right their the china frenemy
1: yeah the, the china thing is kind of
0: interesting um but yeah so, that's probably a bigger reason than us being worried about south korea you think so yeah,
1: yeah i guess so china, what what does russia have to, here's the thing about geopolitics it's uh it's 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 messy yeah you know yeah. who knows what who has alliances with whose uh, wikipedia might i don't know i don't read it <laughs> if there was Can an op- contribute to it Oh yeah, every yeah. day mm-hmm. I, I write in just a little bit about. It's usually just a section called "Times They Met, Matt Lee because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a narcissist, uh-huh. and so uh, yeah. So that's you know, sometimes I do like to read Wikipedia bios just to avoid seeing um, biopics. Mm-hmm. Did you know that if you uh, if you read the bio Wikipedia bio for Selena and listen to that hit song that she had um, while reading it. What was her hit song?
0: Okay. I don't recognize it, but.
2: (laughs) No, (laughs) Uh
1: (laughs) that's not Uh it. But that's the melody. Um, If you, uh,
2: cause I'm dreaming. Of you tonight, real tomorrow, till tomorrow, lobby, holy, you tight. Okay. And there's nowhere on fucking somebody mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. You know that song? That, uh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Well, now but you're doing a Michael McDonald.
0: <laughs> now you're doing a Michael McDonald. Yeah, yeah,
1: well, I can't sing unless it's uh, unless it's sarcastic. Oh, uh, well, sure, um, sure. Yeah, so you can listen That's to-
0: how I have sex.
1: Really? Just yeah. sarcastically? I only do it ironically. Just yeah. tongue in cheek. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. You like that, don't you? <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. I'm really coming. <laughs> yeah, I'm coming so hard right now. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. Oh, now I'm sweaty.
0: So. Uh, Get the fuck out of here. If you read the Wikipedia page while you sing that song, what
1: happens? While you listen to it, then you don't need to see the movie was the point right. that I was going to make. But okay. you should listen to that song just
0: just for your own self-satisfaction. Well, you haven't seen Tupac movie yet. I have so not. So you should are you going to read the Wikipedia? There was some that stuff one in that I'm movie. I was like, did that happen? What? I mean, first of all... Yeah. I didn't realize that he shot two off-duty police officers. Um, first of all, if it's in a movie, it's, it's probably true. Yeah. Well, I don't think the reason that he shot them was definitely uh accurate in the movie what was the reason in the movie it was <laughs> to like, buy coca cola no it was like these two guys two cops are like beating up a black dude and calling him the n-word yeah. And tupac's like yo man pull over and he pulls over in his limo and he like gets out and he like he kneels on one knee and like takes aim like he's in in call as vince staples said he's on some call of the duty shit yeah, I, and that... he shot one of the cops like in the leg <laughs> Is yeah that's I mean and something tells me that's not exactly how it went down but I who mean knows?
1: It, it I wasn't will, there I wasn't there that's the thing if that's how it went down it's the
0: most badass thing of all time it does sound made up It does it sounds made up but at the same time his lawyers must have had some dirt on those cops like big time otherwise like he would be in jail for life for that
1: Yeah that seems like one of those
0: Like he th- shot a cop l- Like it's illegal yeah, you don't <laughs> usually get away
1: with shooting a cop. Yeah, I, but did you see the... You saw the movie, I assume? Uh, yes,
0: I did. I'm very good at deduction. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's... Yeah. W- w- did you like it? I mean, uh, after seeing The Mummy and uh, and Book of Henry back to back, like yeah. that was fucking Citizen Kane. It wasn't great, but... Was there um,
1: that moment in the movie where uh, he's leaving to go hang out with his friends... And his mother says, "Music ain't
2: put no food on no tables."
0: <laughs> no, it wasn't exactly that. Oh, that's but too there, bad. <laughs> there is at one. There is one point where he like stops someone from uh, selling crack and is like, "This shit is killing my people." Yeah. Well, good. Someone yeah. said it. Yeah. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> Him and Keenan and I every way and sarcastically. <laughs> oh
1: man, I, I feel like. Uh, um. I I I hope to one day be honored enough to have a movie about my life, where in because I'm a narcissist, and uh, where in the movie I say all those I shoot yeah. I yeah. shoot the cops. Yeah. Like at one point I I punch fucking George W. Bush in the face <laughs> right. when I'm in high school. I beat him in a spelling bee or something. <laughs> yeah, Dan Quayle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm the guy who put a, the pretzel in his throat and made him choke. <laughs> um i stopped 9 11 let's just change things right. a little bit yeah that'd be you dope. and steve ran is easy yeah oh dude that guy he's
0: doing good <laughs> <laughs> comedians they lie yeah sometimes they lie um yeah i, I feel like uh it was the same thing we we talked about with john lennon a while back where what did we some- say <laughs> <laughs> if someone makes good music they're automatically a good person Yeah, yeah. I mean, if it's if it's you can just skip to good personhood. You know, you can just be a total like asshole, woman beating piece of shit. Yeah, no one wants to see the movie where John Lennon is just beating up Yoko.
1: (laughs) But to me, it's like part of me is like, doesn't everyone want to see that movie? You know? Because I thought people hated Yoko. I don't hate Yoko. I I actually i get it i don't hate her but she
0: annoys me so i
1: i get being annoyed by her but i also i also think that she she gets she gets a lot of unfair shit man
0: she's a font of ancient wisdom and i don't like anyone who's a font of ancient wisdom what's wrong with ancient wisdom i don't know she's full of shit all right uh halpern's (laughs) ready i'm gonna call him up up on the phone thank god this is fucking crashing call him up on the telephone now there's three
4: Hello. Hello. Hey. What's happening? How are you? Look at me. Oh, I forgot. Didn't uh,
0: didn't you get like name check someone talking shit on you in the New York Times recently? What? Did I? I think so. I think Justin found it. Hold on. He's Justin. I mean, I'm sorry. I think Brett found it. Oh, tell me. I'm looking for it. Dude, I can't this find it. This is late breaking news. To I should have looked this up us. before you came on, but.
4: Usually, uh, I am always alerted when someone shits on me, which is frequent.
0: Yeah, I can't. I can't find it now. Maybe I'm wrong. Well,
1: shit. Now, sorry. Do you have a Google alert set up on your name?
4: I don't. Oh, I
1: do. Set up on yeah. your on your name. My name? <laughs> just you never. You just just to check in. No, I, I I I'm I'm be real with you. I do have one. Set up on my name only because uh, I like to check up on the other Matt Leibs. There's about seven of us in the United States, and I just want to make sure that they're not doing better than me. But
4: oh, yeah, all right. So far, so good. Yeah. Maybe it had something to do with uh, they finally aired the Fa- powerless finale, which had um, Adam West in it.
0: Yeah. Did you kill him <laughs> just so that the, that they would air that episode? <laughs>
4: I think it's funny that we are the last credited thing that Adam West did. It's like when Orson Welles's last credit is Transformers is the voice of Optimus <laughs> Prime or whatever. Yeah. Well, I
0: mean, that's not a that's not a bad thing. He 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 went out on top. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not like his last credit was was uh, Street Fighter like Raul Julia. Right, or like the Paul, <laughs> the Paul Masson commercial that he did <laughs> yeah. Drunk. That would Oh, been- French.
4: <laughs> yeah, that would have been <laughs> W- would have been way worse. Yeah. Um, well, I'm excited if you do find the person who shit on me. I'd love to see it.
0: Yeah, Brett uh, Brett likes to tweet to text me things with no links or context, so I never looked it up, and now I can't find it. But, yeah. Uh-huh. All right, well, yeah. there you go. Um, so you wanted to talk about critical consensus today. Be- I do. Before we get there, I, I, I did have a story that um, I always like it when directors do the thing where they're like, you know, man, we didn't make this movie for critics. We made it for audiences. And uh, the most recent person who did that was uh, Alex Kurtzman, who directed The Mummy. Yeah, of
4: course. It's always a bad movie. Yeah. Is it the? Yeah, you never when when things are critically well received, you're like, we we're just so happy that this really seemed to, <laughs> you know, hit with people that yeah. the critics and the audiences. Yeah, you say that. That's like. That's like, I didn't fucking like her anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: This is a big hit with people who couldn't tell us what they thought of it afterwards. <laughs> if we just judge them without asking them while they were here, so obviously they must have liked it. Um, here's the quote. Uh, the only gauge that I really use to judge the mummy is having just traveled around the world and hearing the audiences in the theaters. This is a movie that I think is made for audiences. And in my experience, critics and audiences don't always sing the same song. I'm not making movies for critics. Would I love them to love it? Of course, everybody would. But that's not really the end game. It <laughs> breaks down crying. <laughs> we made a movie, we made a film for audiences and not critics, so my great hope is they will find it and they will appreciate it. And first of all, it's the fucking mummy. You didn't make it for audiences, you made it for like people in a boardroom somewhere. <laughs> like the whole point of it was like to maintain your fucking uh your trademark. On the mummy, and this kick kickstart the like the whole movie played like a PowerPoint presentation. It's like, oh, we got Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde in a movie because that's who Russell Crowe played sure. in the fucking. They're fran-
4: they're franchising the shit out of it.
0: Yeah, he didn't make it for an, no one. There was no audience out there who was clamoring for a mummy movie.
4: Well, no, I was actually shocked that it was even happening. I. I... I think that's part of the thing. Like, Guy Fieri had a similar thing with his restaurants. He's like – I don't make food for the critics. Yeah, I don't make food for the critics. Yeah, but your food either tastes like shit or it doesn't. (laughs) You might not make it for the critics, but it's either good or it's not. It's like –
1: Taco Bell does the same thing. We don't make food for the critics. We make it for the people who can't afford food.
4: I don't make stuff for people
0: who complain about the stuff that I make. (laughs) Yeah.
4: Also, it's kind of insulting to everyone else to say that. It's like I don't make I don't make movies for people who really watch a lot of movies and put a lot of thought into what they say about the movie. I make movies for dumb people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You see Steve like, over there? Steve's the good boy. Look at him, not complaining, just eating his
4: milk duds. Yeah. This one's for you, Steve. Oh, by the way, just a funny little kid seeing a movie for the first time story. My friend took his three-year-old to see uh like they they re-air movies uh in this one theater for kids and you can watch them for for like a dollar and he took them to see lego batman uh-huh and like you know we're so used to watching movies that we nothing really like wows us cinematically but if you've never seen a movie before and lego batman is the first movie you see his mind was fucking blown and about like 30 minutes in his kids just been staring slack-jawed at the screen and he reaches down and He's like, are you all right? And then he feels, and the entire seat is soaked through. Like, he pissed his pants like <laughs> <he died>. <laughs> <laughs> the seat. Because he just couldn't fucking believe his eyes.
0: You know, what, you know what that tells you? That's who the movie was for. Yeah. It's not for you or me. It's for a little kid who's pissing his pants because he's never seen a movie before. <laughs> I didn't make Lego yeah. Batman for the critics. <laughs> I made it for that I mean...
4: pile of wet seats over there.
0: <laughs> Lego Batman critics fucking loved, by the way.
4: Um, yeah, yeah, no, I, I'm in agreement with you, especially like, you know, as somebody who, uh, I've done shows that are critically well received and I've done shows that are fucking critically reviled. And, uh, I would say in both, in both occasions, I, I just made a show that I wanted people to like. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But you made a show that you wanted people to like you, you weren't like, there wasn't like someone was like, Oh, uh, we own this property from the, the 1920s. Uh, it's called it's called Bride of Frankenstein. We're gonna need you to make a movie about that. Like that's basically the mummy,
4: right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know what they're thinking when they like, they they basically like pour a bunch of content into a shaker and shake it up and pour it out. Like it's like it's not gonna ever come together well. Like if yeah. anyone who's ever sat through a testing session, if you just tried to make a movie that was like the perfect cocktail of Of testing results you'd have a piece of shit
0: yeah you'd have a sweet fucking that was like when homer simpson tried to design a car in that one episode of the simpsons
1: (laughs) i do wish the director would say "I, i i don't make i didn't make this movie for the critics i made it for the money I would really <laughs> yeah. love it if there was, like, an honest, <laughs> yeah. just, yeah. like, they gave me a lot.
0: Yeah, I made this movie so I could make another, like, I made The Mummy yeah. because I had this other movie that I wanted to do, yeah. and I said I couldn't do it unless I made The Fucking Mummy. Like,
4: by All the right, way, fine. like, yeah, and also, by the way, why is that not an okay answer? Why do yeah. Why do people, like, people shit on people, they're like, he's a fucking sellout. No, you work at a job too, asshole.
0: No, you, I think no one would shit on somebody for just saying, oh, yeah, I did it for the money or I did it oh, as, a, as a... No, they'd be shit on like what? crazy. Be,
1: yeah, they there, would. There'd be a few blog posts that are like, you know, why uh, the person was brave for saying it, but there would mostly just be like, wow, this guy's a piece of shit.
4: There, there is this idea... Look at Brett Ratner. That, and, like, there, there's this idea that everyone who works in the entertainment industry, in music, in TV, in movies that they all have to aspire to like change the world and we have this like enormous responsibility because we have this huge reach. And I agree that some people make things in movies and television and music that reaches that level and they are changing the world and they are doing pieces of art but that, why does it have to be the whole... You know how fucking horrible TV and movies would be if that was everyone's fucking goal? Yeah. You turn, like, I don't want to watch a thousand handmade Tale rip-offs. I want to watch one, and then I want to fucking turn the channel and watch Property Brothers. Fuck you. <laughs> like,
0: hey, what's I going on with the Property Brothers anyway? Like, we can't figure it out. It's like some uncanny valley shit. Like, did they... Do you think they grew up really ugly and they had plastic... Like, something's wrong
4: with their faces. Well, definitely something's wrong with their faces. <laughs> I also think that there's something wrong with their hair. It looks like they were like made by a child. It's weird. <laughs> it is weird. They're like Play-Doh people. Yeah, they they don't look real but they look like someone's drawn like it, someone who's who's not that good at art trying to draw an attractive person. <laughs> yeah, it's like a badly drawn male model. Yeah. It doesn't it it's not uh but I don't know, but I watched their show I like it. Yeah. All right, so people are going to make, well, look, people are going to blog
0: about you whether you say you did it for the money or whether you say, whether you give a bullshit. I don't know. I feel like at least if you're going to go down swinging, at least go down being honest.
4: I agree because I think that it also like, you know, it doesn't, There, there's a lot of dishonesty on the other side of people writing the fucking thing pieces and oh, shit. They're course. coming at it from a total like bullshit angle where they're trying to be the person that like, Looks at things a way that nobody else is looking at it. It's like, well, fuck you. Maybe it's just you know the easiest answer is the right answer.
0: Yeah, I mean if if uh, John Favreau was like, why did you do couples retreat? And he was like, well, because it was set in Tahiti, and I wanted to fucking go hang out in Tahiti for six weeks. I feel like people will be like, all right, that yeah, makes sense. I might even yeah. see it for that reason. <laughs> yeah.
4: Which, by the way, it's it's so funny. Like, so in my business, if you do a single camera comedy, like you know, like Thirty Rock or something like that or, you know, just a- anything that's not uh, shot in front of a live studio audience, you work, like, fucking, you know, 15 hours a day, and you have to, like, for if you're an actor, mm-hmm. you have to, like, you know, travel. If you're an actor on a multi-camera sitcom, you work 20 hours a week. It's <laughs> yeah, the best, It's the best job in the world, and you get paid way more money. And so it's always funny to me when actors, they'll ask an actor, like, they're like, well, why did you choose to do, like, Joel McHale? They're like, why did you go from community to this multicam sitcom and he has to like give this bullshit answer of like, oh, I was attracted to this character and blah blah blah. It's like, <laughs> I, I wanna have a life. I wanna yeah. fucking work twenty hours a week. Fuck you. Do you think do you blame media
0: training? Does there someone that tells them to say that? Is that why they can't just say that or is it just or is it them feeling like they personally can't be honest?
4: I think it is a thing where people see somebody who is in a very coveted job. And they, they hold them to a higher standard than they would hold somebody else.
0: Yeah, but they could be honest if they wanted to.
4: Yeah, they they I think that the actor could be honest. Yeah, that's yeah, what I mean. If you're honest like that, the problem is, is the other half of the entertainment industry would punish you for it.
0: Yeah, that's true. You know, no good deed goes unpunished. That's what they say.
4: That's a... That's right, Vince. Is that um, the tag for the broadcast? No, it's one of Matt Lieb's bits. That's what I was looking at. Yeah, right. I
0: invented that line. Yeah, he did. No, um, <laughs> so you heard about uh, you heard about Lord and Miller um, splitting with the with the Han Solo movie three weeks before it's supposed to be done filming, right?
4: Yeah, I, I just I just heard. Have I ever told the the Phil Lord story on here about getting mush faced? No. <laughs> oh, please, so this is a please of, do. This is kind of a famous story, and I don't know him at all. I don't know either one of them, but they used to work on How I Met Your Mother with some of my friends, and um, apparently before that, they used to work on Method and Red. Remember that sitcom? Nope.
0: Yeah, Method
1: Man and Red Man.
4: Yeah, Method Man and Red Man. Was that like on the CW or something? I think it was on Fox. Huh, I don't remember that, but all right. So, anyway, at one point, it's either Phil or I think it was Phil. I don't, I don't think it was Chris. I think it was Phil. Phil is like kind of like Method man's not saying the lines right. I think it was Method man. He wasn't saying the lines right. or he was kind of being difficult about. and they needed these these specific lines to like move the plot forward. <laughs> they had to be shot these lines. and uh, he he's it's like the second or third time he's had to he's the writer on set because it's their episode. It's the second or third time he's had to tell Method man like, hey, uh, you need to do these lines and, and the last time he goes up to tell Method Man he's like, hey, you need to do this Method Man takes his whole palm and just puts it on <laughs> Phil's face and shoves him away <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he just It's called mush face Yeah, mu- of course mush facing, Right? And so then Phil reports back and he's like, I, hey, this happened and they fired Phil <laughs> Damn Well, of
0: course, you think they're going to fire Method Man when the show's called Method in red? Yeah but,
4: but, <laughs> it's not red and film.
0: yeah <laughs> that's sounds like he got too big for his britches
4: yeah maybe maybe uh... no, so my
0: question is those
4: guys made
0: a they made great movies out of one they made a great movie out of legos just the fucking concept of legos they made they, they're like here's the concept of legos and then they made like a great movie about yeah it, which is fucking insane and then they had a, a movie version of 21 jump street which was like a bad show. And they made two like pretty good movies out of the concept of 21 Jump Street. Like I can't imagine what Disney must've wanted them to do that they couldn't. Yeah. Like what were they not like, what were they so unwilling to do that three weeks out from shooting they had to split
4: over? Well, I don't know because those guys are also universally loved like by writers, by every, like even their reputation is really good. They're like really easy to get along with. Like yeah. they're not- How would you not love the guys who made a good movie out of the concept of Legos? Exactly. So I, I don't, you know, I, the only thing I can think, and this is something that I've heard is a big thing with Marvel movies, is that it's funny because people sort of like applaud Marvel movies and then and then they always like shit on DC movies. And, and I get it, but like at DC, when you, part of the reason why I think DC sort of has like wildly different mo- types of movies and tones and things is because they just like hire somebody and then they let that person do their movie.
5: Yeah. And sometimes mm-hmm.
4: that turns out good and sometimes it doesn't. Um, but Marvel is very much like they, it's like a template. Like you're allowed, <laughs> like, yeah. You're allowed certain things, but it's a bit of a paint by number sort of thing, you know? So it's, it's sort of why they hire these like really indie guys and then they cut to like you do yeah. Cop Cart and then you do Spider Man. Okay, sure. Yeah, they yeah. like
0: take their name and just like cut their balls off. It's crazy. Yeah.
4: So I would – I wonder if with Star Wars, the whole Star Wars franchise, if they're like sort of – I have no idea. But if they're like really hyper crazy about that, Lord and Miller kind of like wanted to make their movie and were being – and just felt like ultimately at the end of the day they couldn't make their movie. And can you imagine anything worse than fucking up a Star Wars movie? Like fucking up that movie could fuck up your entire career. It's better if – I'm sure those guys feel like it's better to pull myself out of the movie – if I don't think I'm going to be able to make a good movie, then to go through and get bullied and make this movie that I'm not proud of.
1: Maybe there was a Jar Jar cameo that they were
4: against. <laughs> I mean, I could see that. Who knows? Maybe Han was in blackface and they were demanding that. <laughs> I mean, I feel like there's level. <laughs> I feel like there's levels of badness.
0: Like you can you can get away with making Rogue One and no one gets mad, but you, can, you just can't make like Episode One. Wait, you didn't like Rogue One? No,
1: you're wrong. Rogue One. Well, that
4: actually. That actually is a good segue to my my point I was going to make. Go today, for it. No,
0: Rogue One had great production design, but it wasn't very good. It was tight. all right. So it was tight
4: for for those two. Let me let me start out by saying one thing. Uh, I your I've, thesis. Here's my thesis. I'm a big fan of Vince's film reviews. I have been even before Vince and I were friends. I I pretty religiously read Vince's film reviews. I continue to be a large fan of Vince's film reviews, and part of that is because I feel like. Vince is writing from a really interesting POV that you're not getting for most film reviewers, right? And and my feeling is like – and I've talked to you about this, Vince – is that <laughs> there tends to be a bit of hive mind, I think, and you tell me if I'm wrong, with just criticism in general. It kind of oh. feels like there's, there's so many things that inform it, whether you like the person who's making the film or you had – an on-set visit with them, or they email with you, or they actually talk to you via Twitter, or or it's that you like their other stuff, so you're more inclined to like the new stuff, or whatever it may be. There's there's Absolutely. a lot. Absolutely, like-
0: I mean, there's a hive mind with that. There's a hive mind with with film criticism. There's a hive mind with everything. But I mean, also just like you come out of a movie, and if everyone likes it and you're and you don't like it, you're like, oh fuck, am I crazy? Like you're trying, like you A lot, a lot of times, you're like you don't want to be the crazy one yeah like maybe
1: you're wrong and everyone's right yeah like in the case of rogue one
4: mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right so uh so saying that the only other person i ever read with any sort of consistency (laughs) is armand white (laughs) (laughs) yeah but because i'm fascinated with armand white i'm fascinated with what like drives this like a homosexual African-American Republican who writes movie reviews for the national review and likes everything that everyone hates and hates everything that everyone likes. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's almost like a bit, it's a piece of performance art. I like, I just like, I, it's exciting. Like how's he going to love transformers this time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know? So, and, and as I started, and as, so I've been reading Armand White for several years now and uh, I've also been reading Vince and, and I started to realize <laughs> over the last, like, Year is that I think Vince is is turning into White Armand White, mm-hmm.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: and of course I, I texted that to Vince and he didn't find it as funny as I did. <laughs> don't you
0: think Armand White is just uh, gay Vince Mancini?
4: <laughs> maybe I mean maybe whoever <laughs> <laughs> came first, right?
0: But don't you, all right. So don't you think Armand is less interesting now that he writes for uh, the National Review? Like before, he used to be so much more unhinged, and now he has like an editor, and it seems it seems very toned down.
4: I agree. It's not nearly as good. It's really like they they they, they cut his balls off uh, with with there over there. But, uh, but so I, my thinking was like there was a there's a few times lately where you've liked movies that everyone else has kind of poo-pooed, or you. But more often you've hated movies that everyone else has liked. And so yeah. I decided I was like I wonder how often Vince and Armand White and several other critics break from the consensus. Uh-huh. So. So I had a little time today, and I, t- I hope there's
0: a spreadsheet involved.
4: There is. I, so I, I took 10 critics at random, uh, and I looked at their last 50 movie reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. Holy shit, that's and I, a lot. And I, and I and I've charted how many times they broke from the, the consensus, and uh, you were one of them. Let me tell you the critics first. Okay. There's Vince. There's Armand White. Richard Roper.
0: Roper. I love Roper.
4: Uh, Scott Tobias. Okay. David David Denby. Mm-hmm. Pete Hammond.
0: <laughs> sure.
4: Yeah. Uh, Kenneth Turan. Uh-huh. Man- Manola Dargis.
0: I love that uh, name.
4: Joe Morganstern.
0: I like Morgenstern. And,
4: and Owen Gleiberman.
0: Okay. Okay.
4: Okay. So so that's I think that's a pretty good. Would you say it's a pretty good cross mix? Of, sure, yeah. Of I know Christmas? I know those people. <laughs> okay, all right, good. I wasn't like pulling crazy, you know. I just end this randomly. So uh, this is out of fifty movies. So like out of fifty movies, Owen Gleiberman broke from the consensus four times. Uh huh. Right, out of fifty movies, Vince broke from the consensus fifteen times, and thirteen of those times were to hate a movie everyone loved. <laughs>
5: Great.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the biggest discrepancy being Vince's panning of Wonder Woman, which was a 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. Right. What,
0: what about Inside Out? Forgot that one.
4: Oh that, well, I didn't go back far enough. Yeah, it's okay. the last fifty movies you've reviewed. To be fair,
0: it was a pan. It was a mild. Dis- it was, I expressed mild disappointment. To be but fair, okay. Vince is
1: vehemently anti-Zionist <laughs> and is yeah. a part of the BDS movement, and so you couldn't like it. That's yeah, that's true.
4: So, so out of I was these reviewers, out of these ten reviewers, the only one who broke from the consensus more was. Take a guess. Yeah, Armand White. Armand White. 25 out of 50 times he broke with the consensus. Uh, and then the only other person who comes close to you, Vince, everyone else is within, is is between four and 10.
5: Mm-hmm. Noel mm-hmm. Dargis
4: is 10. Kenneth Turan is only four. Uh, Morgan Stern's 10. Uh, Roper's 10. Vince is 15. And Armand White's 25. And the only other time, and this was what was interesting to me because I realized you're not. The white uh, version <laughs> of Mike white. Uh-huh. You are negative Pete Hammond. <laughs> yeah, sure. Because <laughs> Pete Hammond also broke fifteen times. What the consensus? Oh, of course, yeah, because he's getting paid. And thirteen of those were because he liked something people hated. Right. And you were thirteen of those hating things people liked.
0: Oh, uh, I'd, I'd be much prouder to be the reverse Pete Hammond
4: than the than the reverse Armand White, I guess. I think you're reverse Pete Hammond, and the interesting thing is, uh, you like every every time that I would like look at the t- the fresh tomato that everyone had, and it would be like critics could could see this movie is this has all the blah 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 blah, and then it uh, half the time it would be like you and some really disgusting analogy would be your like shorts <laughs> <laughs> would be short. mi- would be mine, right? So my question to you is this. Is, why do you hate fun no <laughs> no 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 no. it is you you must know going into a movie you can tell what what people are gearing up to say about that movie like wonder woman sometimes pretty, a lot of times I yeah would say. a lot
0: of times I, inside out i was legitimately blindsided i had no i had no idea i hadn't read a single review i didn't hear anything about it on that one um but like, sometimes i know sometimes i
4: don't does that does that? Do you feel an itch inside of you <laughs> to sort of like channel your inner rage against the machine and fucking, you know Ra- say,, yeah. go go at it a little harder. Yeah no, rage I, on uh,
0: people's parade. all right. so I think there's I think there's multiple facets to this. Um, I think, uh, as, uh, there was a Mark Twain uh, thing where he was like, he doesn't trust any anything that everybody takes for granted, he automatically doesn't trust, which I sort of agree with to some extent to where like if everyone takes a certain thing for granted, I, I am probably going to look at that thing with more scrutiny just because uh, if everyone's taking it for granted, why would I just write the thing that everybody... Mm-hmm. Expects me like what would be the point of just saying what everybody already thinks so there's that aspect of it mm-hmm. um and then there's the other aspect of it where uh like sometimes you're people falsely build your hopes up for a thing and then you end up dis- being disappointed by it whereas if you didn't have any expectation for it you'd be like all right well that was fine like i don't know i don't know maybe wonder woman suffered from the fact that everybody said it was like the greatest thing since the sliced bread and, and i got there and i was like all right well that was like whatever i don't know <laughs> i don't know um, do you when you when you are and, watching and, a movie and you have to take into account that the the tomato meter is just putting everything into a binary like good or bad like if you asked me about wonder woman i wouldn't say bad or good it'd be like in the middle it'd be like in neither a splat nor a nor a fresh one yeah it's, a, it's not t-
4: attack the tomato meter
0: yeah <laughs> That's your bread and butter.
4: It's a, it's an in, 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 uh, it's an imperfect system. We, we we agree with that. We agree with that. Sure. Do you do you feel that there are some movies? Because I know this is a fact for TV. I, I feel like this is a fact for TV reviewers. There are some movies that, if you pan it as a critic, like, you worry about your cred.
0: Oh well. I mean, you don't necessarily worry about your cred, but there's like worrying about your job security, where I've legitimately felt like I had less job security because. You I, because you hated Inside I, Out? Yeah, because I <laughs> expressed my honest opinion of a movie, which is my fucking job. Um, but there's also. Like, I try to. I, I try to. Uh, I try to be immune to like the political factors like I want to judge the thing as a movie like I know why people want Wonder Woman to be good Mm. and I I do think that you know uh, uh, a that the world should have like a female directed female led right. superhero movie but that's just as mediocre as the male superhero right. like i feel like if i was if i'm judging it with the training wheels that oh it's for girls so that that it's good then yeah like i'd give it a positive review but, but if until
1: I'm, there's two states <laughs> like, both in israel and a palestine living exactly. and coexisting
0: together you couldn't like <laughs> the movie exactly
4: but i mean i think there's there's a lot of social pressures to like certain things like you said like there was what social pressure it, what's that what what about this? Cuz I think this happens a lot on TV as well. What if there's a movie that is generally perceived as garbage and you and you but you watch it and you like it. Do you feel like pressure to not give it a good review no absolutely i
0: i I don't think so like i think that's like the that's the moment i live for is to like change the world's opinion of Chappie. but like (laughs) it doesn't happen that often but like yeah neil Bloomkamp didn't even like Chappie. (laughs) yeah he did (laughs) not according to
1: him that's not what he said he said uh, we were off on this one and that doesn't mean he didn't like it okay sure 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 i liked Chappie. yeah i'm not with neil
0: Uh, I mean, there's just certain movies that, like, uh, people have this idea that if people make a movie about an important subject and they hate watching it, uh that it's like it, it's too important to pan you know like the 12 years of slave effect or like the the uh, like there's certain movies where it's like you see it and you're like that was terrible but slavery's terrible right. so it was probably it's, a good it movie. wasn't as bad as slavery <laughs> yeah. so so i'm gonna <laughs> <Fresh> give this, <laughs> tomato i'm gonna give this a good review so nobody <laughs> <laughs> asks me about it again and i never have to watch it again honestly and like i talked to critics that that didn't like it, like I didn't like it, and and some of them were like, "Yeah, I'm not fucking panning that review." Are you kidding me? Yeah. So there's certain, there's like there's definitely social pressures to to like uh, a certain movie, and I think there's more of the social pressures to like a certain thing than there is social pressure to, to hate like them. to hate something. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: Right, because if you hate it, you're you're operating from the like, I see through it. You are not smart enough to see through it. Well, and just.
0: You you're not you're not making any friends not liking a movie in general. Like no right. studios, studios are not going to be burst, busting down your door for the pull quote, and uh, you know you're not going to be you're not going to be friends at the after party for hating a movie. It's like people they critics hate movies that they think there's going to be no repercussions for hating because everybody's already it's like a pile on, and you want to be the one who like lands the the best burn.
4: Right, like that is a big thing though. It's like there are certain people like, you know, Brett Ratner everybody hates, which, you know, and I dislike him as well. But like <laughs> he's the guy who if he puts out a movie, you're just sort of like it's 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 okay to just take off the gloves and beat the shit out of Brett Ratner.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. What what's the rules on Tyler Perry? Are you allowed to hate Ty- Tyler Perry movies? Yeah, yeah, I think okay. so. That's
0: cool. I'm sure it's getting less uh, cut and dry.
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe. I don't know. I've
4: I've seen Tell a bunch of shows them. up. Shows up in a regular movie and plays like a lawyer or something. Are you allowed to hate him then?
0: <laughs> I don't know.
4: Depends. I don't think you are. Depends why. I thought
1: he was great in Gone Girl. If you were suggesting otherwise, then you yeah, are. Yeah, I, I don't dislike wrong. him
0: as an actor. I think he's fine as an actor.
1: Was yeah, he, he's okay. Was he in? Was was he in something else as just Tyler Perry? He wasn't in...
0: Tyler Perry's uh, no. Tyler Perry by Tyler Perry? <laughs> no, not that one, but I loved Based that Based on the novel Tyler Perry by Tyler Perry? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> by Sapphire. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't try to fucking... I, I don't actively try to be contrarian, but I do actively try to ignore the... I, it, it feels gross to me to pile on anything, so... I'm naturally inclined to not pile on, I guess. So when you see
1: a movie that's so bad and and you could tell that people are going to hate it, uh, there's a part of you that's like, okay, let me start with what was good about the movie. Like, do you do you decide to 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 ease up on it? because don't you don't know. like to pile
0: it depends it's like the, there's certain uh, when i when i sense an innocence to a movie that they that they made it with pure intentions yeah then yeah i'm gonna start with the good things but when like i sense like smugness and mm-hmm. like when i watch book of henry it was all just like smug pandering mm-hmm. so normally i wouldn't want to be in the part of, i wouldn't want to be like a part of the pylon to that movie that everybody hated mm-hmm. but it was just like so smarmy yeah. and just and you could tell like no one making that had like an honest it didn't feel earnest in any way it was just like an attempt to to like give people what they wanted somehow and it like fucking failed And yeah, I don't know I hate I hate this
4: the smug stuff do you think that that guy is like now in danger of losing Star Wars or no
0: it's weird it's so weird cause like that came out and then people were like, like a lot of people said oh what's gonna happen with Star Wars and other people were like well, obviously this has nothing to do with Star Wars and what? I was like and I was like, wait a second, the guy making a bad movie has nothing to do with his ability to make a movie? Like, clearly they're related.
1: Oh, wait. So you're 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 saying that the guy who made Book of Henry
0: is he, gonna make Star Wars? Yeah, he's making episode nine. You oh, know I that? did not know yeah. that. Yeah. Well he made Jurassic World, which made a gajillion dollars. So like Yeah I mean And great movie too.
3: <laughs>
1: Fun for the whole family. Yeah. yeah. And I knew what was going to happen the whole time, so that was really
0: took a load off. That's yeah, that really takes a takes a load off your mind. Yeah, I see. People are like, "Ah, oh, this means nothing for Star Wars," and I'm sure it doesn't, because, like I said, he made Jurassic World, so the studio is, just thinks that he can make a movie with that'll make a lot of money, and they have faith in him. But yeah, if you care, if you care about whether the movie's good. Uh, I would be I would be uneasy about letting that guy direct it. I would be I like, like this- uneasy
4: about letting that guy drive a car after fucking after <laughs> that movie. I liked his first movie, Safety Not Guaranteed. I still haven't seen it, but I remember you saying that. You know, he he almost directed the pilot for Surviving Jack. We we met with him and because we had seen Safety Not Guaranteed, we called him and we were like, "Hey, you want to come in and talk about maybe directing this?" We met him. He's a really nice guy. We we liked him, and we were like. We want to do it. We want to have him direct the pilot of Surviving Jack. And, and and Fox was like, he's too green. And then <laughs> it, it, four days later, he signed on to do Jurassic World.
0: Yeah, and it was like in the top 10 highest grossing movies of all time now or something like that.
4: Yeah, I think he could handle our fucking 90s family sitcom.
0: <laughs> yeah, the three camp.
4: <laughs> you know, it's weird. It's weird because
0: uh, like you, you know that – when you see a bad movie, like you know that there's a million things that could have gone wrong that led to this bad movie. Mm-hmm. And so, you don't know how much to blame any one person on the thing. And like sometimes sometimes you start a project and you realize it sucks and you have to and you're too far gone and you have to finish it anyway and you may not be invested in that thing. But yeah. like and so I don't know what the fuck happened with that movie. It seemed like something happened that was bad and I don't know why they still like put it out like it was going to be a good movie. But, uh, earlier I, I reviewed that movie. Um, uh, once upon a time in Venice, which is like, it went sort of direct to DVD. It has like Bruce Willis and John Goodman. It, it's very bizarre. And the whole things weird. It's like a drunken racist, big Lebowski. And, uh, and in my review, I put something about how it feels like the editor found out he was getting stiffed halfway through and then, like, did the, did the rest of it out of, did a hack job on the rest out of spite. A bunch of star wipes. <laughs> yeah. And, like, someone who had, like, gotten an editing job on that movie emailed me to tell me, like, I was basically right.
4: <laughs> and you'd be surprised, like, how often that happens. Well, this is what I would – this is the way that I I think of it. Any sort of creative endeavor – that's why I try to never, like, shit on anybody's stuff because I've done bad stuff and I know how it happens. Yeah. Uh, Is that I think of every creative endeavor as, like, a relationship, right? And most relationships go fucking horribly wrong. Some go less horribly wrong than others, and very few end up being, like, good relationships. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think it's the same way in making stuff. It's like, yeah, the first fucking two months of this was awesome. And then, oh, wait, she fucking has a boyfriend already. And we've been like, you know, like it just, <laughs> it, it blows, it blows up. And I think it's the same thing. Like, I remember when we were making Shit My Dad Says, which is basically like objectively a terrible show, we, we went into it being like, you know, well, what should this be? It shouldn't be this thing. And then it, and, it, and then it ended up being that thing. And, And it happened kind of in such a weird way that we don't even really realize it was bad until we were like, oh, this is terrible, you know? I don't think it was terrible. Shit, my dad says it's a TV show? Yeah. It was pretty bad, man.
0: (laughs) I don't know, man, compared to most things that are on TV.
4: We had an episode where uh, (laughs) William Shatner and, and the guy who played $6 million, Lee Majors, were dressed in panda and eagle mascot costumes and fighting each other. <laughs> All right. Sounds pretty, that, sounds pretty good. Yeah, yeah, sounds good. Yeah, and it was still bad. <laughs> <laughs> Weird.
0: Well, I mean, like, I understand that. Even, like, I haven't made any fucking shows or, or like, a, a movie other than a student film. But, like, every time I write something, I think it's great, and then I leave for 30 minutes, I come back to my desk, and I reread it, and I'm like, man, this sucks. Like,
1: <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You made a student film. I made a bunch of student films. I've never seen any of your student oh, well, films. That sucks. Have you me. have you
0: put them online? Uh, they were online at certain at a certain point. Are they
4: about like are they like a gritty look at Fresno?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think I had enough distance from it at that point.
4: Is when it? are you gonna make your like uh, your you know your love letter to Fresno?
0: <laughs> I have to fall in love first. <laughs> It's changed, man. You know how they say you can't go home again. It's like that. They do. Yeah. Hmm. Are you afraid that? What's
1: the name of the director of uh, Book of Henry? Colin Trevorrow. Are you afraid that Colin Trevorrow is going to find those student films and give you some bad reviews? No, go ahead. I don't <laughs> care. I know what I fucking made.
4: Do you like That's them? The I I think people do appreciate when you're like honest about things that didn't turn out well. I think it's like, I think the pylon happens especially when you're like, no, you you won't give the real answer that you also think it sucks.
0: Yeah. But I understand there being like a professional, um, like I understand like you're as a director, your job is to go out and promote the movie that you just made. And if you think it sucks, you can't really say that without the studio being like, hey, what the fuck, man? You can't just go out there and say that the thing that we're trying to make money off of sucks
1: yeah and it also i mean it's it's bad for all the the other people who worked on the movie too I'm yeah sure. exactly
4: yeah. it's also like everybody else who worked really hard on it you're like oh god well that sucks like you, you're, you're just like basically throwing them under the bus even if you don't mention them i mean basically but I
0: do- the movie press tour is just the perfect storm of disingenuousness like the people that are Doing the interview are all these fucking wannabe Seacrest types, and then <laughs> and then they're asking like the world's dumbest fluff questions, and then they know that people can't be honest when they answer them. So it's like, what are you? What are we even fucking doing here?
4: Did I ever tell you the story of when I did the red? I was a reporter and I did the red carpet and with Brendan Fraser. <laughs> no. So like I was doing the I was. It was back on my online days, and I was uh, <laughs> at the red carpet for the Spike TV Guys Choice Awards. Yeah.
0: And uh, <laughs>
4: sweet, was, sweet. Yeah, I know. It was not a high point in my life.
0: Well, did they give you uh, like a? Do they give them like a bronze like uh, chicken chicken wing bone as the trophy? What was the?
4: Yeah, it was like a bronze like a bronze like titty and bowling ball. It was, like something... <laughs> it was so overtly manly have that you it ever static. farted so hard that your balls explode yeah <laughs> like i remember uh the what there was a review of of my book shit my dad says by maxim and it <laughs> yeah. was like it's shoot beer out your nose funny and it's like <laughs> oh, oh like we're so fucking manly we can't even read a faggy book without <laughs> drinking some beer yeah 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 um but anyway so i'm there i'm there at the uh and we really just <laughs> you know just when you're wanna... out with
0: your boys just fucking chugging some beers reading books together dude? <laughs> it was like that and i was like fucking todd come over here read this shit dude and he fucking and bring some clean <laughs> it i fucking smeared off iced him
4: and then he <laughs> and then he hosed the whole table dude it was crazy Yeah, that's basically like what what I've and I worked for Maxim for a year, and I can tell (laughs) you that the the dudes who are writing that are the exact the opposite of who that dude is. Oh yeah, (laughs) of course. Um, so I'm sitting there in the red carpet, and we're just like supposed to interview like whoever's interesting that comes by, and that person is like it was whoever we wanted, and and so Brendan like we didn't we didn't want to interview Brendan Fraser. He was like coming down the line. I don't (laughs) give a shit about Brendan Fraser. And But before I can even say, like, it's okay, move on to the other hundred people that are in this line, his publicist comes up and says, Brendan can't uh, – he can't stop for an interview with you. I'm sorry. Before we even said anything. And I go, <laughs> well, that's good because we didn't want to interview Brendan. And she goes, yeah, you did. And I go, <laughs> I go no, I swear we <laughs> don't interview him. I don't care about... I don't even know what movie he's promoting. I don't care about Brendan Fraser at all. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, everyone here cares about Brendan Fraser. (laughs) She goes, everyone here cares about Brendan Fraser, and you will interview Brendan Fraser because you are interested in him. And I was like... It was like a weird Jedi mind. I was like, I "I cannot be clear enough with you right now. If you bring Brendan Fraser over here, I'm not going to ask him a question. I will not talk to him. (laughs) Yeah. And she goes... She goes. I'll bring him over right now because you, I guarantee you, your readers want to know what he's thinking. But is, by the way, she started it off by saying he can't do an interview with me. <laughs> I can't decide if she is uh, if she's
0: negging you or Daffy Ducking you. <laughs> yeah, she's <that's> incredible.
4: <laughs> so she brings him over, and I just stand there silently. And then Brendan goes, "What is this?" <laughs>
5: And, 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 and I go. I go season. <laughs>
4: he yeah. says this to her, and she goes, "They wanted to interview you." And I go, "I'm sorry, but you didn't." <laughs> he, looks to, he looks to her and he goes, "Why did you bring me over here?" To her, and she's like, "Let's just move along." <laughs> wow,
0: that's, that's. I don't think I would be that honest in front of, In fact, I know a hundred percent for a fact that I wouldn't be that yeah,
1: honest. To you totally. Face. You called her bluff. She was like, "There's no way to his face."
4: That he's going to say really, no. I was in a really low place in my life. And I, was, <laughs> and I was also, I was also. I think, I might have been on drugs during it. Because <laughs> it was, like, really not a good, it was not a good point. And I really hated that job. <laughs> uh, and I was, like, ready to quit anyway. Well, you so, know,
1: working for the internet is, uh, is not the most glamorous thing I, in the world. But, there's. Yeah. No, I,
4: it's Some hard of my work. times are working on the internet. It had nothing to do with working on the internet. It was just this particular it, thing was... Not great. Yeah, doing uh,
1: doing those. What are they? What are they called? The the red carpet things. Red car. Oh, junkets. J- uh, no, they're not called junkets. I forget. W- there's like a name for them. But it, I was in DC. Stepping repeats, photo calls. All those sound wrong. Premiere. Yeah. Uh, but we, we, Francesca was doing them for the uh, not the White House Correspondents' Dinner. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was my first experience with it, and it, it is it is a fucking soul killing it is soul killing it's, <laughs> it's not it's, fun it's really it's just people giving you you've got a whole
4: booklet of faces just so you can get their
1: names right mm, yeah. and it's all- also
4: it's also very rare to be in a position where you know the people you need for your job all hate you yeah right you know like everyone who walks down that red carpet doesn't want to talk to you and hates you and you can hear the conversation they're having right as soon as they leave of like that fucking idiot. I can't believe I had to talk to those, like, ghouls. <laughs> yeah, And you don't blame them because you're like, yeah, most of the people doing this are pieces of shit. No, I didn't blame him at all. I was like, yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, I'm on drugs right now. <laughs> <laughs> My
0: question is, I don't know anything about Brendan Fraser, the person, like, at all. I know that he— I don't
4: either. That's why I didn't have any questions for him.
0: Well, I, I know a little bit about
1: him only based on the recent— Outpouring of sympathy that he's been getting for not being in the Mummy movie, and apparently he was injured pretty horribly during uh, the Hurricane Sandy.
0: Uh huh.
1: Um, and. I don't know if you've, have you ever seen him interviewed? Well, I know. Just- oh, you were
0: telling me about this, I think, before.
1: Justin hasn't because he, he refused <laughs> didn't, didn't it. He didn't want to talk to him. <laughs> but um, he's always been a pretty, like, low-spoken uh, interviewee. He's like, well, like, you know, we, when we did the movie and, uh, you know, it's like, um, but now he's older and kind of a little bit wider. Not that much, but he, he looks pretty broken. Yeah. Um, so, people are saying uh, that he went through a really bad divorce lost like yeah. a bunch of his money um and uh he put out a short video on youtube called uh alimony uh-huh. in which you guys if you haven't seen it you have to watch it it's basically like a uh it's uh it's a short film with him uh taking like a bath in blood and crying and uh it's 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 real sad it's really wild i'm not really sure what is going on other than i think he hates alimony (laughs)
4: yeah um i think that that just proves my theory that all roads end in a web series (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's true (laughs) or begin is that what will yes, uh, it begin? Yeah. It's like no matter what, you're going to fucking pass through a web series. <laughs> yeah. At least Vine, at, some...
1: at least Vine's gone and we don't have to worry about ending up there. Is that what uh is that what
0: is that what uh, Bill O'Reilly's doing? Web series?
1: Oh yeah. I mean, he if he doesn't, I mean, that's what Keith Olbermann is doing, isn't he? Isn't that what his whole like resistance
0: I don't thing, know. I thing fucking is fucking hate for... Keith Olbermann so much? Yeah, me too. I I can't
4: I did his, I did his show once. I was a guest when uh it was Shit My Dad. When I was promoting Shit My Dad Says, the book. And he was like... And and we had just signed Shatner to do the show, but the show hadn't come out yet. And he goes, Have you thought about the title, Shat My Dad Says? It's
0: not and, bad. <laughs>
4: uh, it's not good. It was like the 1900th time I had heard that fucking... <laughs> yeah. At that, at that moment. And I was just like, Good God. Like, who likes <laughs> Keith Olbermann?
0: <laughs> I mean, that is the perfect Keith Oberman moment because I feel like his entire... Um, his entire place in pop culture is to like say something that everyone has been saying for like the past 6 months but like louder and more yeah, yeah, with,
1: with more gravity. Yeah. Yeah, You're like
0: all oh. right, dude, everybody thinks that already. Chill out.
4: Can I can I make one final uh, little rant and yes. before I have to, Okay. So do you know the Twitter account the guy Seth Abramson? No. I don't you think might not know him, but I guarantee you, you've seen his tweets retweeted because it's always like, if you feel like Trump should have to speak to the press about blah, 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 then please retweet. Yeah. It gets like <laughs> oh, 25,000 like 25, retweets. Or if you think we should have an independent counsel uh, to investigate Trump, then please retweet. And it's like, that's – it's one thing if like a senator is asking you to do that for – even that I think is kind of dumb. But if a senator is asking you to – he's just like some fucking university professor yeah. and he 55000 like, like there's no thing – like if he gets – it's not like the if Wendy's says you get a million retweets, you get Chicken McNuggets. Like nothing happens. If he fucking gets his retweets, he's just doing it to like make himself a like person in this like resistance who does fucking nothing – nothing except for just say retweet this thing that you already agree with (laughs) yeah Yeah, but that's like that's like if you think
1: trump should resign donate to my
0: patreon i mean that's half of anti-trump twitter right now yeah
4: yeah anti-trump twitter is fucking awful as a liberal as as a liberal it it, it's it's i'm like we're actively making ourselves stupider like these people who retweet like, there's one guy who will retweet – there's one guy who will tweet stuff like – he's like, I'm connected. There's a FISA, FISA warrant on Trump for blah, blah, blah. And he's like a photographer. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
4: Dude, you don't know this. Well, you know what's funny? It's like
0: all these, like, big anti-Trump people are former conservatives. Like, everybody's, yeah. like, retweet every- like, because, like, David Frum or fucking George W. Bush or, like, Louise Mench, because they don't like – Trump I'm supposed to like them now? Yeah. No, fuck those people. Now Bill Crystal wants to be our friend. <laughs> fuck off forever. <laughs> I know.
4: Yeah. There, it's like it, it's it's there, there's a fervor on the left of like this like getting really excited and not to to just have somebody like it, it's funny like they were saying like MSNBC's ratings have have gone way up and Fox's are going down. And and I used to live under the uh illusion that that I thought people on the left were were a little more self aware, and that they would list that they would like entertain other viewpoints, and they didn't want to just have their own views like confirmed by a, some boner. And,
0: <laughs> yeah, no. Nope.
4: And it's not true. We're all the fucking same. The left wants their shit. Fu- they just want to see somebody say like he needs to go down for this. Yeah. And in the same way that the fucking I bet you somebody could put uh, videos of fucking Hannity and. Bill O'Reilly and put him next to whoever the fuck on MSNBC, and they'll be the exact same thing.
0: Well, the worst part is, I think the a big part of uh, our crew is like the apple polishing crew. Mm -hmm. Like we think we can solve everything by like um actually, and we think it's a bunch of fucking tattletales Mm -hmm. and apple polishers. We're like snitches. The teacher says that uh, I was right and Trump's wrong, (laughs) and so like at least they're like the shitty delinquents, but at least at least they're not sucking up the whole fucking
1: time. Yeah, I know that's the big difference. Like there's, it, it's. I don't entertain ignorant people for sure, but I also don't entertain snitches. I <laughs> yeah, don't. I, yeah. Oh,
0: that was the clip that I wanted to play. I wanted to play the, uh, the uh, the people behaving. So Justin, I don't know if you've ever seen this up here, but the Bay Area News KRON Four has like this segment called "People Behaving Badly," and it's just this guy Stanley Roberts like going around to places in the city where people are doing things that they shouldn't mm-hmm. um like he did like a ride along with a cop like while he was pulling over people for being in the carpool lane and he just like sticks a microphone in these people play- people's faces and is like so why were you traveling in the in the carpool lane yeah because it's faster asshole <laughs> yeah what do you think dumb shit
4: oh uh, i hate it
1: the bay area is filled with snitches that's what we are now yeah <laughs> it's san francisco I-
4: and the, it, Bay, the Bay Area still has my favorite viral news clip of all time. <laughs> some something you know, some Wong? No, one? no, no. The, the Ken Bastida clip. Do you know this one, Vince? No. Wait, which one's that? It's basically, it's, it's he's a local news anchor, and he, and he goes, I'm Ken Bastida, Lance Thomas has the night off, he was burned, and then set his oh. body set on fire. Like, he doesn't pause. <laughs> wow. The other anchor has a night off, and then what happened in the first news story? Yeah.
1: <laughs> the Bay Area has some greatest hits of those.
0: But wait, wasn't there the guy in San Diego who, like, went to the... Uh... He went to, it was like some Hispanic school and he was like, these are Rod's little burritos or some shit. Like, do you remember this at all? Am I crazy? And, oh,
4: I think that was this guy, Marty Levine, who called my brother an asshole in, <laughs> in, line, in line for uh, some movie we were going to see. He, my brother was like 15 and like jumping around and like, like pretending to dance to this like rap music that was in some Hot Topic store that was right next to us when he was in the mall. <laughs> And he just goes, "Hey, stop it, asshole!" To a fifteen-year-old. <laughs> fair. Sometimes they need to be told to that. Be fair. That it would be
1: nice.
0: By the way, if I'm doing my love letter to Fresno, I want to see you and uh, I want to see you and Kyle Mooney uh, team up on a on a San Diego comedy piece.
4: Oh man, Kyle Mooney's original. His his like not the one he did for SNL, but the the original uh, SoCal. Whatever whatever he calls it, the so called SoCal movie report, I think. Yeah. The SoCal report. Is so fucking spot on. It's scary. Like it's it's almost <laughs> like it could be real. It's so oh.
0: like, that's the one where he's like at the beach, right? It's like he does this character that's like It's just a kicker, dude. It's like the earnest the earnest san diego yeah. bro who's like dumb but yeah. like really like to, well yeah heart of gold it's so <laughs> good and no one else has ever done a comedy that's yeah i've like never that uh, yeah, i've all. never
1: seen i've never seen someone uh
4: do that so
0: perfectly because it's like so damning but it's not from like a place of malice at all it's yeah. very weird
4: yeah when he goes when he's when he cuts to uh uh Beck Bennett and Beck Bennett's at a party and they're like, how's that party, bro? And he's like, oh, it's really chill, bro. Just got some bomb-ass carne asada. And and then when he goes, how's the ratio there? Which is like such a fucking San Diego. like That phrase was born in San Diego. How's the ratio? He goes, you know, it's like pretty good guy to girl. Probably a good chance to get my dick sucked. Like...
0: Oh, my favorite is where he's like, "How come, how come Rigobertos doesn't carry the red red taco sauce anymore, red sauce anymore?" And then it's like some Mexican lady. She's like, "I don't." It's like, "No, no, how come they don't carry the red? The red salsa was the best." And he just like won't let it go.
4: <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's pretty great. Um, all right, man, I gotta, I gotta bounce. All but, right. Uh... Thanks for indulging my uh, research about you and other critics.
0: No, you did more work for the show than any, like the last seventy-five guests combined. <laughs> <laughs> and I appreciate that.
4: Well, I do what I can. I have, I'm like uh, I'm like I, I am to the broadcast what Alec Baldwin is to SNL. Yes. I have, I have, I'm like the ten timers club or whatever. <laughs> Just yeah, the the go-to or heavy hitters. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, man. All right, take care, guys. See ya. Peace.
0: See ya. um Do you wanna? Do you wanna do poop transplants, or do you wanna talk about Eliza Schlusselishlu? Schles- 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 well, because that was all around the comedy sphere this week. Right. It's weird that thing. I don't know how viral things are in mm-hmm. the outside world. Neither do I. Because like, there's certain things. Like, if you're a comedian, you just like everyone knows. You hear about it. And yeah. You can't stop hearing it's, about
1: it. It floods your social media, and so you're like. Do other human beings in any other line of work give a shit about this? And uh, the the honest answer is I don't know. I don't know either. Comedians gave a
0: a lot of shits about a lot of fucks about this.
1: Yeah, this was this was people had a lot of fucks to give. And I wasn't surprised. Uh, So for people who don't know what we're talking about. Uh, mm-hmm. That's Eliza, a good place to start. Yeah, Eliza Schlesinger. Mm-hmm. Um, what She did like an interview with Deadline or something where she yeah. basically said, Do you have the quote? I have the quote, yeah. Okay.
0: Um, so I don't know. She's a comedian. Like, she's fairly big. I don't know. I don't know how else to describe her yeah, other than that. I,
1: I'm not sure when she blew up. I think it was, uh, was she like a last comic standing winner? Could be. Or like, a, I don't know. I feel like, or like an America's Got. I just remember. She was. She's young. She's hot, and she like blew up pretty fast. Mm-hmm. And
0: she's one of those. She those... seems sticky, but I, in a way that I can't really put my finger on.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, she's like, like, a, like club... a guys' girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. very
0: club comic-y. She's a club comic, uh, which
1: is not to say that that's, yeah, a... that's a, a bad thing. Um, but I know that she definitely is amongst one of the names that people talk about when they say like um, blew up before they're ready type people. Huh. Um, but. I mean, usually the people who are saying that are like 15 years into comedy, and they're like <laughs> yeah.
2: any day now. <laughs> yeah, so yeah.
1: I don't really trust that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so she uh,
0: did an interview with Deadline. Yeah, here's the, here's the the one the one that I keep seeing pulled out. It was an interview with Deadline. It's about Forever 31, which is is that her uh, web show a series for ABC? a new oh, short it's a, form. Yeah, uh, her digital. short form series for ABC. Yeah. Um. So anyway, so, I, this wait, the,
1: so they call it short form?
0: Yeah, I'm assuming it's like a web thing. I don't
1: know. I love that there's a euphemism that makes that's good. That's what we need in this world is more euphemisms for web series.
0: Discusses the possibilities of short form content for comedians and the way in, in which you. Wow. Okay.
1: They talk about that on deadline. See?
0: Yeah, I'm like great. one degree away from calling myself a short form writer. And of course, they they have a bunch of pictures of her just like making faces and like getting hit in the face with pies and shit. Like if you're a comedian, you can't have a, p- a series of, until you're like either dead or incredibly famous, yeah. every picture of you is you doing like a bunch of real stupid
1: shit. I know. I want like my first press photos for Deadline to be me just doing, pulling a goatsey. you know? <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. wide, wide yeah. asshole. You should do that. But with my face popping out, making one of those dumb mugs like, "Mm -mm," you
0: know, it'll know shrugging. Yeah. So this was the answer that got everybody uh, mad at her. It seemed like Um, you address the status of women in comedy in this series in a farcical kind of way. How do you really feel about the way women are represented or represent represent themselves in this arena? I'm so glad you asked that because I put in those sketches and no one's ever asked me about it because I think people were too busy laughing in agreement. As a comedian, I have a set of morals. I have a specific point of view. I think a lot of what I see out there, out in comedy clubs, watching contests, watching TV, watching movies, gathering data from these different matrixes. When you're a woman in comedy and you get a break, people get so excited about it. But while we have to work hard to get that attention, I do think many women think, oh, if I just act like a guy, if I go for that low hanging fruit, everything's about sex or how weird I am. It all just kind of runs together. I could walk into the improv, close my eyes, and I can't tell one girl's act apart from another. That's not saying that 30-something white guys don't all sound the same sometimes, but I'm banging my head against the wall because women want to be treated as equals, and we want feminism to be a thing, but it's really difficult when every woman makes the same point about her vagina over and over. I think I'm the only woman out there that has a joke about World War II in my set. I think shock value works well for women. I think that's pretty much it. But beyond that, there's no substance. I want to see what else there is with such complex, smart... Creatures. That's why women like Tina Fey do well. It's smart, and men can laugh at it too. I consider myself one of those comics, and quite frankly, I'm appalled by what is expected of women and what women offer in response to that. There it is. Now, the quote I read. So, as a woman in comedy, as a a woman in comedy,
2: um,
1: first of all, uh, well, first, let's let me start with everyone blew up at this uh and rightfully so in that like especially you that poll quote you know talking about number one you're definitely not the only woman who has a world war ii job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh
0: yeah. that's also uh, i think people were too busy laughing at my jokes to ask me about some stuff that's right the, that's the good part.
1: yeah no I, no I didn't see anyone uh, uh, talk about that specifically uh-huh. but uh um I did, people were pretty mad about the World War II thing, Um, but mostly uh, uh, people were mad that she's basically shitting on uh, young female comics for all sounding the same, which is, you know, not true uh, in the same, it's, it's not true in the same way that, I mean, it's only true if you take into account that it's absolutely true with
0: men as well. Yeah, that's what I, well, yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, but it's not.
0: So because, like, to me, it's not an
1: outlier. It's not like it's not absolutely. But
0: do you think she made it an outlier? Like that's the thing. Like if you if you make this like it's a special problem that women have, then it's a bad thing to say. Yeah. But is she making it like that, or is she just sort of saying? I think so. I think what she's saying, especially at the end when she's talking
1: about appealing to all people, um, she's basically. the feeling behind it that I get is that uh, she's tired of the
0: feminist shtick, <laughs> yeah, um, and that which is kind of fair. Like there's look, a certain it, point that it sounds like that certain jokes start so- sounding similar, but oh, like that's definitely 100 a problem with male comedy too. Yeah, yeah, that that's the thing, and I also if not more so.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, I understood why people get uh, mad about this. I didn't, you know, uh, think that she's Wrong about the fact that all you go to a comedy club and you bang your head against the wall because <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: comedy's terrible. <laughs> comedy is bad, by and large. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like, I mean, it might be worse than movies, but yeah, in, in both cases, it's like, yeah, 80, 75 to 80% of the thing just gar- is
1: going to be bad and like, At, garbage. Ba- bad and similar. It's yeah. and, and but. Bad uh, in similar ways,
0: especially in LA. Like Oh, I have to say. God.
1: Yeah. I mean, LA is not, uh, you know, a, it's not a comedy dream you know it's like you know stand-up comedy is hard out there in terms of like the the amount of uh spaces are for it and everything's far away and there's a lot of like you know it's it's not I, I mean, New York is probably more—you'd uh, get a better sample of like the types of comics mm-hmm. that are actually trying to LA make it. LA is a it,
0: great place to see a lot of really polished, really practiced yeah. comedians who have fucking nothing to say. Like yeah. it's weird. Like it's weird. Like it's there's also, a lot of like a lot of really people that are like TV ready, right? That just have no fucking material. It's a
1: good place to see a lot of actors whose agents told them to try stand up. <laughs> yeah. Uh it's a, a really good place to see. A lot of uh, young artists who decided that comedy was going to be their new art. And they were like, you know what I'll do? I won't be funny. What about that? (laughs) Uh, Ellie's a good place to go to a fucking world famous club and uh, watch, uh, you know, mid-level comedians do... The, you know some of the worst fucking jokes that uh you know just because they had they're able to have the time it's also a place to see some of the best comedians in the world you yeah. know go up and 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 fucking kill it so it's it's a, but in terms of it's like you know seeing the young up-and-comers which is what i assume she's talking about when she's like these these 30 something you know women all talking about their pussies like she's <laughs> and, and her being like tired of it like I get where she's coming from in terms of being frustrated by the lack of originality. But it's also like she's looking at it, um, you know, I, I don't know what she's
0: expecting out <laughs> of comedy. And she says it in a shitty way.
1: Yeah. And also, I mean, I I had to like, uh, I have to try not to be like, to, to, I have to try not to enjoy people shitting on her because of the <laughs> fact that I've just heard a number of terrible things uh, about just the way she is and the way she
0: treats people. Right. And, and it's weird. Like, I don't want to pile on because I'm like, right. all right, maybe that person deserves to be piled on. But is this thing that she said that bad? I don't know. It's a weird thing that I do in my head. Yeah,
1: it's it's a weird move in general to, to uh, you know, uh, attack someone for... I I don't know for an
0: interview snippet in which they're. It was like the Trump grabbing by the pussy thing. I was like, all right, if this is if this is your last straw, yeah great i'm glad to have you on board but really yeah yeah <laughs> this
1: i mean i wasn't surprised that it happened once i read the thing because i was like oh yeah all that is fair, fair game <laughs> yeah 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 if we want
0: feminism to be a thing like what does it even fucking yeah, mean?
1: yeah that? that's thing i mean i know exactly what she's saying it's 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 because i've seen the the comic she's talking about everyone uh is doing kind of like a you know a, a, a feminist for for women only type of uh, of comedy that isn't uh, necessarily appealing to both uh you know men and women. Um and sometimes isn't appealing to anybody. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't Most think of the time. I don't think it's like dudes are like, oh not another fan. I, it's just more just this I guarantee sameness. You, I guarantee you that she's a type of comic who at some point has derided safe spaces in a way where <laughs> yeah. like, all these safe spaces for comedy, you know, <laughs> yeah. where it's like, and, and that's, not what to was say-
0: the dear fat people chicks name? Oh, I don't know. I feel like they're sort of adjacent. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure the dear fat.
1: Oh, oh you're talking about uh i thought you were talking about youtube video chick yeah the one who was yeah who was just like uh hot thin girl Mm -hmm. telling fat people what's what yeah yeah
0: yeah what happened to her she's
1: like oh arbor i want to say your last name's arbor nicole arbor yeah that's it wow fuck i hate that i remembered her name (laughs) that sucks yeah i don't even remember fucking how to do long division I mean, not that I would use that, but I'd rather use that than know Nicole Arbor's name. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, it's yeah, it it, she, it comes off as her trying to be like chill, like I'm the chillest cool girl ever, and I don't even want female friends type type of thing, which people really dislike. And I I, I personally feel like she's she's not a great. <laughs> Oh, look. oh! She, you're showing me a picture of Nicole Arbour shooting herself in the face with a handgun—not a handgun, a gun she made from her hand gun finger, gut finger gun. Why girls
0: are just a letter r crazy? <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Oh.
0: I mean, I think her. I mean, I think her quote was like badly stated, but she's basically saying stop fucking pandering. But then that's funny yeah. coming coming from that person, right?
1: That's the see. That is that's the problem. Is that like uh? when you're doing because like, I've seen her stuff I don't think she's a bad comic she's she's g- g- clubby and I mean that in 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 the worst way possible <laughs> um just like uh, a little bit I mean first of all you understand why those people do her... it
0: because you because you're like all right that person can work anywhere and like right. I'd put them up. Totally, but then you know, deep down, you're like, I hate this a little bit.
1: Yeah, especially when you know you're you're trying to write from a a particular point of view, and I think that's like the point that she is kind of shitting on a little bit. Is like people's point of view. That's a hard thing to 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 get, and so you start with what you know, guys. We start with like, here's why my dick's weird, and then we do that for a while, and then women will be like, here's why dating is weird, or here's why my pussy's weird, here's Uh why uh i feel like i should come also <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know um and it might it might be hacky and it is uh but also you know i i just hate when uh, someone is with a broad brush paints every this particular group as a hack like all like all these feminists today are, yeah, are yeah. hack comics it's like all the fucking hack comics are hack com- yeah, all the
0: comics are hacks. Yeah, everyone's... And full stop.
1: Yeah, exactly. I, there's like, you know, five comics I can name off the top of my head that I'm like, that comic. Who don't make who don't make me hate comedy. Who don't make me hate comedy. Yeah. And then after that, I really have to think. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still, there's a lot of comics I love that I, I know personally. And I'm not sure if, if them, if, if I'm, you know just biased because i like
0: them well it's hard because it's like when you know comics personally like you've seen like a hundred sets of a person right and you've seen them be really good yeah and you don't know like if they got famous you wouldn't know what the public what segment of those hundred sets they would like they might get the part that you hate yeah even though you like the person yeah yeah it's weird but anyway so that
1: that blew up pretty hard and all i know is that uh Eliza Slesinger. Uh if you want me to open for you, you. want open for you, <laughs> um I'm I am, I'll convert to being a men's rights activist at this point. I'll take the red pill for you. <laughs>
0: um oh, this is good red pill comedy, good solid red unless pill. Unless you're
1: going unless you decide to go f- like uh for for just straight feminism, then uh in which case I'll also do that.
0: Uh-huh. Um You work for H A Plus. Yeah, I work very, for uh, some
1: bona fides. Al Jazeera. Um, trying to stop the zionist
2: invasion of
0: yeah. the world i don't know what i'm saying bro can we do
1: uh oh dude what can we can we do what
0: can we do a royalty freestyle bro
1: oh you think i'll just like decide we don't have
0: that many more but okay. we have a few more
1: i was already sold before you went right. as soon as you said bro i was oh, like dude. oh i'm so i'm oh, ready dude. i'm ready to do it i'm gonna be
2: good the
0: this is where Matt sings, uh, improvised royalty-free music.
2: Yo, yo, what's up? This is Matt from L.A. Zellie Matt hashtag squib. Squib!
1: I'm not a fucking dancing monkey. I'll do it, though.
2: Fat Matt. Matt, Matt. Zelly Matt, Matt. Flat, flat. Zelly Matt. Up in that ass with that gap, Zelly Matt. Pop, 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 That's pop, pop. Man. That pussy got a new definition. Squib. That was <laughs>
1: terribly good. I haven't done this in a little bit. And my mind is free. I had a shiatsu massage yesterday. Oh yeah. Damn. Um and uh, and I took a soak and a schwitz. So my mind is clear and I'm ready to just go off top of my dome okay. with some straight truth. That's that's
0: tight, dude. All right. All right. This one is for kind of do this reverse chronicle. Kelly S. Kelly Ten- Oh wait. S. no, we should start with the the higher donors, right? Higher donors. Yeah. This is we a capitalist you if you, if you if you donate more, we got to bump you to the top. So this one's for Emmett. Emmett? Who I believe is Schnitzel Bob. Hey, well, dude, don't give away fucking Sorry, I don't Schnitzel's want to blow up his real name. Blow up his spot. Emmett? Oh, that's fucking. Yeah. Do I have to edit that out now? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Emmett. Yeah, Emmett could be anything.
1: It could be anyone. could yeah. be Emmett Smith. All right, you ready? This is for Emmett Smith. I was born ready. Emmett, this is for you. <laughs>
2: We're at the zoo. There are the animals. There's so many animals at the zoo. They got giraffes. They got panda bears. They got crocodiles. They got birds. So many birds in the atrium. We're gonna fly around with all of them 'em. We're at the zoo. You and me and you and you and you and all of my animal friends. We're gonna go to the the food cart, and eat some of our very best animal friends, animals, eating animals, put all the food in our mouth holes, we're at the you, you, yo, and me, and you, I got a panda bear, <laughs> oh there's more, oh good, yeah, yeah. What's up bitch, it's time for Rap Breakdown, yo And then what's up motherfucker? I'm just trying to live my life to your standards Everywhere I go, you know there's hoes that like to suck your dick and they like to deep throw And everybody says, hey, look at all the animals I've done so Well i go, done so, yeah me I go And Andrew W.K. is there too. Party hard. Never stop. I'm going to see some (laughs) groganiles.
0: Oh, do you want to keep going?
2: No. I don't. (laughs) That's good. Oh, all right. I'm just shaking the (laughs) rust off. I feel like
0: Emmett deserves more. No, no, no. I think he got his money's worth. (laughs)
2: I'm so sorry. You know what? I feel bad because of that is schnitzel,
1: Bob. I mean, that guy writes so much fan fiction.
0: You know, you're
1: never going to repay him, so... Yeah, but I feel like the one perfect song can repay any debt.
0: Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah. Um, this Sorry, Emmett. This one's for Matthew C. Matthew C. Yeah, he's another $25 donor. Patreon.com slash broadcast. If you want to contribute and get yourself a royalty freestyle uh track of dedicated to you
2: yeah dancing monkey will do whatever whatever you want yeah you know
1: because i'm a i'm a i'm a wage slave that's right this is for matt c yeah yeah i'm right
2: all right yo what's up pop that pussy bitch pop that pussy bitch If you poppin' that pussy, you're a balloon Pop that pussy, bitch Pop that pussy, bitch Down to the club that we call a saloon We in the Old West Just me and my best Friend. My best friend is a gun named Hammond We go to the saloon together And we gon' be together forever, bitch We pop through the doors, what do I see? A bartender staring there looking at me He's like, hey, you want some beer, motherfucker? I said, hell yeah, I also said, motherfucker again And then I sit at the bar, and what do I see? I see my best friend Hammond next to me And he's like, yeah Why don't you just shoot the bartender for fun?
1: So I think about it.
2: I'm like, huh, that would be pretty fun. Just me and my gun. There's a piano guy playing piano in in the corner. (laughs) But I decide not to do it. Why you not gonna do it? Cause I'm a peace-loving man. I like to make peace with my dick and my hands. I like to fuck. I don't like to fight. I always get bad dreams at night. I turn to the left of the bar and I see a very pretty girl and she goes, <laughs> hey, for some money, I'll have sex with you. And I'm like, nah. I'm a piece of a man, I make love with my hands, and I don't have money, you gotta understand, I'm never gonna pay for sex ever again, not after last time, my friend, my friend's name Hammond says, hey, my ears are burning, you said my friend, that's me, (laughs) and then so we shoot every motherfucker, (laughs) okay, Uh,
1: you know what the problem is, you're pretty good at rap though. I'm not bad at it.
0: Yeah, yeah.
5: But
1: the problem I mean, is, is I I assume the song is like ten minutes long. No, it's not even that. I assume the song's gonna keep going until I run out of story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And sometimes it it doesn't. Here's the thing: <laughs> that guy spent,
2: spent twenty five dollars a month.
1: You
0: know what? It's not for that song specifically.
1: Yeah, but it is. You know, in mm-hmm, my mind, mm-hmm. it's like it's people. It's because you you know imagine. You're sitting and waiting. Every week you're listening and you're like, This is gonna be the week that he does my song and then I can finally stop paying.
0: And then he yeah, listens yeah. to whatever. I mean, we don't keep track. Sometimes they stop paying and we've already <laughs> The
1: third song is always the best song, so mm-hmm. this, this one's this one's for Kelly S. Kelly S? Yeah.
0: This we is got for a new you. genre for this song. I won't tell you what it is. Okay, don't please don't.
2: <laughs> It'd be nice If I could touch your body I know not everybody Has a body All my friends are dead people We hang out together in the mall Just me and my dead friends Just me and my dead friends I live in the bottom of To dance all night, well it's just me, dancing, that's alright. They watch, oh how they watch, just watching me dance, that dance, dance, that. Dance, dance, dance. Sometimes I take one and I cook him up dance with them They Floppy flop, flop around. But it's cool cause we do the flop together, there's a dance, and we have so much fun. And no, dance, dance, me and my corpse friends, we dance, and we drink, 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 we drink together, and sometimes we go to a room, just me and one of them, and we fuck, 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 fuck. yeah, me and the uh, corpse fuck, and it feels so good when I'm inside of you, and you can't say a word And if loving you is wrong I don't wanna be right I wanna be wrong I hate being right Just me and my core friend fucking all night That's right, right? Yo, what's up? This is L.A. Matt That's the hat just me and my core friends hanging out we all like to mess around 4 orgy all of us fucking at the same time i put them in different positions like some are doggy style and some are missionaries it's scary oh <laughs> uh,
0: you ended on a rhyme that's Thank so good god yeah it's great
2: you notice that if i end on
1: a rhyme it seems like the song was good <laughs> or is yeah. that not the case i mean it helps Wow. With, you, my wh- favorite moment during that was when <laughs> it started the rap breakdown and you just <laughs> shook your head in
0: disgust. <laughs> like here he is. What's again. up? This is LA <laughs> Matt. Plap. Open that ass. Flap, flap, flap. I mean that's Oh, we forgot to play the royalty free theme song. That's okay. You just no. add that later. <laughs> Or add that at the end. You want to get out of here? Should we answer a couple emails for Answer a couple go? emails. All right, all you know, right, this is one right. of those
2: days where I was like I didn't book a comedy show. I'm gonna yeah. go and I'm gonna
0: do some.
1: Uh, I'm gonna do some laundry. I'm going to, uh, um, and then I, I'm gonna prepare for my descent back to LA to become LA man. Oh
0: man, I know.
1: But how blessed have you been for you know? To to have me. <laughs>
0: We're blessed. So just, last week we ended on like a sort of uh not a, a really. dour note. Oh yeah. From I just want to
1: point out I'm not really a narcissist. I just I just I don't love myself.
0: Sure. I sure. don't
1: just sometimes I,
2: I play into that. Yeah. But I uh... alright. Your advice is always bad, but tell me more about your dad. Oh god, I am afraid to die.
0: Vince Man. hates art. Yeah, you gotta you gotta end with the the bumpers. That's the, I learned that in radio school. So last week we ended up with a, on a dour note some guy with a, who bro- broke up with his ex and he was kind of bummed about it. He <clears throat> oh, sent yeah. us a follow-up shortly after oh the my God. original one. Wow. Dear Frogcast, a week's back, I sent you one of the most rushed emails ever. So my ex broke up because she said she didn't love me. She also moved out of town for a better job. We have decided to remain friends and that's cool with me. At least I won't have to worry about running into her. I took your advice and just let it go. I'm also starting to work on me and get to the gym more. Wow. I feel good again and realize that pain fades. I want to thank all of you except Brett because fuck that guy. Just oh. kidding. We all love and miss Brett. Koi calls for life. Love Mitchell, Mike, Tim.
2: Wow. Yeah. That's really nice. Yeah
0: um <clears throat> this one's more of a declarative not really a question but it's good information <clears throat> broadcast at gmail.com if you want to send that in please do yeah we love them hey fraudders, big fan just wanted to run some info by you real quick i lived in marin city for a couple of years around 2010 to 2015 you got a text message dude what was that
1: it was a ding that was send probably me. from you
0: i don't think so uh Once I relocated back to the Bay Area... No, I was me. My bad. Yeah, yeah. I thought so. I started shipping weed to friends and family down south. Though we only met on a couple occasions, I actually met the Guy Fierro Lambo lifting legend, Max Wade. You'd think a kid—that's the guy who stole Max. Uh, that's the guy who stole Guy Fieri's Lamborghini. We've talked. Oh, about Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know all about. It. You'd think a kid who could grapple hook into an SF storage space, could make a backlight passing fake IDs, and had countless toys at his disposal, could woo a female he liked from afar. But he was always a creepily quiet dude when he was around other males. Hmm. Fun fact: I knew Timbalius. Which I don't know how to pronounce that. Tim Timbalius. Tim. Timboles anyway. Yeah, I don't know. One of the two kids who did the rap song "Free Max Wade" extremely well, and is current, and he is currently not locked up for trying to pimp out a fifteen-year-old. I actually did know that. I saw that story. Wait, uh, wait. He he's he's locked up for trying to pimp
1: out a fifteen-year-old.
0: Yeah, he one, was also
1: fifteen.
0: No, he was like twenty, I think.
1: Jesus Christ! Early,
0: he was older. He wasn't fifteen.
1: Stop trying to pimp. You know, I understand pimpin' ain't easy, but it's not supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. I feel like That's people, right. people th- forget there's, that. There's a reason it's hard. It's because it's wrong. Yeah, That's a broadcast stance on it. and mm-hmm. That's not
0: just mine. Yep. I stand behind it. There's other small stories I could tell, but I really don't know where to go from there. But just thought you'd like more insight on who these kids were, which I can provide if necessary. Yes. Please. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to know all about the pimps that you know about. Yeah. Um, uh, the artist formerly known as Danger Guerrero sent Mm -hmm. us a question uh brian grubb um question do you guys want to make a movie with me called lobster cops about lobsters who are cops but they're both loose cannons so one day the chief calls them into his office and yells at them and then they leave and one turns to the other and says wow we better close this case soon or we'll really be in hot water thanks
1: yes is the answer to that question yeah
0: yeah and finally in the tradition of ending on a serious question thank god gentlemen What's the best way to handle being friend-zoned if you don't want to stay there? I was recently exiled to Friend Island and struggling with it. We dated for about three months after being friends for the past five years, if that matters. She's an important friend that I don't want to push away, so I know it's a thin line I have to walk. Fraud on, Matt. Oh, his name is Matt? His name is Matt. That's my name, dude. Yeah, that is your name. Uh, You want to answer first? I got my answer. Uh... (laughs) I mean, I want to know your answer. I'm going with a tough love angle on this one. Yeah, 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 yeah. You kind of right. have to. If you've been friends for five years and you also dated, well, I assume
1: friends for five years. And then they dated. And then they dated for three and then months. Then it didn't work out. It didn't That's work I'm out. Interpreting this. And now now they're back to being friends. Yeah. In her mind. Yeah. She wants to erase those three months. Yeah. And in his mind, he's like, I will. I'll sit on the bench for a little longer. Yeah. And maybe she'll come to her. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I think if you're hoping for more, you got to give that up. Cause at this point, yeah, at this point it's, it's long out of your hands. I, I mean, if you hadn't dated, there might be yeah. some uh, obscure chance, I think, but yeah. now that you have, and it hasn't worked out. Um, so yeah, you're just, probably hurting yourself by like staying close friends, but that's kind of up to you. Yeah, I guess you can wait for the. <clears throat> I think you can you can wait on the sidelines to get called into the game, but I don't necessarily know that the game's going to go any better this next time.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, I, I, we don't know the extenuating circumstances that led to you not only ending up dating, but then deciding not to date. So who knows? Maybe there's a perfectly logical reason that you want to wait on Friend Island until until her ship comes in, but um, but it won't. Probably not. Most of the time uh, in my experience, the friend zone exists for uh, the very important reason of she's uh, just likes you
0: as a friend. (laughs) And be careful while you're on friend island that you're not missing some snuggly rock somewhere else. That's
1: true. There's so many snuggly rocks on friend on friend island. And like and also don't let yourself. If if I if we're gonna extend this metaphor further, don't let yourself, uh, you know, starve to death. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm.
2: feast upon
1: all that the island life has to, <laughs> to offer. Crabs you. and they got crabs.
0: They got, there could be a wild there's boar. There's a wild boar. Around, you can eat around.
1: that's fucking pork. Yeah. Um,
0: just gotta bleed it.
1: And don't let yourself, especially your emotional self, uh, get become haggard, like you like. Like Tom Hanks on in Castaway. <laughs> if you feel a toothache ha- happen, uh, knock that tooth out with a
0: rock. <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, or or or, uh, or an ice skate. Or an ice skate? Oh yeah, yeah an ice skate. If you find an ice skate, um, use it to open the coconut. On a
0: serious note, I don't think you want to be in the position where you're trying to get the other person to love you as much as you love them. Yeah, like, yeah, like. I don't know that someone's just going to wake up one day mm-hmm. and and change and and love you that much more all of a sudden. It's probably not going to happen and no, you, don't wanna, oh, you don't want to you don't want to be permanently be the the person in the relationship who is uh, hoping for more.
1: Right. And also I guarantee that um, it's a bad place. The the that it's not worth the wait. Uh, either Um, I mean not that you're sitting around waiting for her but I think with a friend zone you do especially when you have feelings you do have to establish some boundaries with the person especially when the feelings are known like you guys dated so it's not like you know it's one thing if you're like pining 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 she and you never actually told her your true feelings but you guys dated she knows you know that you guys had an intimate thing um so she knows and you're still into it. And, you know, I assume she's the one who, who did the casting away. So you can still be friends uh, with her in a sense, but you have to do what's healthy for you. And that includes like telling her like, hey, here's some boundaries. Um, don't text me about whatever weird dream you have. If it, you know, don't 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 text me as if we're still um, like in an intimate relationship because that mm. that sucks when you're when you're like don't go and yeah. be like oh my new boyfriend is he's cool but like blah 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 because that's that's it can veer on emotional abuse and you don't you don't want to do you don't want yeah. you don't, don't want to be,
0: be someone someone else that she's dating's emotional mm-hmm. uh crutch because he's like oh well i got this friend yeah who, you know exactly gives me all the things that i need It
1: allows someone else to compartmentalize their own shit and it can just ends up you get used for some stuff now that's not to say that she that's what she's doing but i know i've definitely been in a situation where i was in the friend zone with somebody and then i I mean what happened with me is I told them hey I I like you so this isn't going to work for me anymore. I've talked about this on the broadcast, I'm sure. And then Maybe. and then I was like so, you know, we can still be friends but it's going to have to there's going to be a little bit of distance. Like I'm not going to be able to answer all your text messages and stuff like that and you know, I I I mean I I'll answer them the way I answer them for friends, which is like not every second, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um and then she ended up this was before we we hadn't gone out. And then after I set that distance, then she wanted to go out. And then we were in a relationship for like maybe three months. And then it did not work out. Did you write this email? Is that you? No. Asking the question? No, no, no. no. I am Matt though.
5: <laughs> but I'm different. Are you
1: sure you didn't
0: write this email? No, this isn't you? Okay. But This is from
1: my perspective. Okay. Because what happened was I realized the reason the friend zone exists is sometimes the, the other person is not and I'm not saying this is the case with you Matt but is not actually physically attracted to you all that mm-hmm, much mm-hmm. um like uh, this person I realized liked me emotionally for all these other great friend reasons but physical attraction was not part of it and when I pulled away she was like well maybe maybe I maybe I am attracted and then we tried I mean we, we it was okay but I could tell that she just wasn't that into me like that um it's not like it wasn't rape it wasn't okay (laughs) i don't know how we got to this (laughs) no i mean it it wasn't like she we didn't have good sex but she she, wasn't into it she i could tell that like i i don't know i asked her i was like are you that attracted to me and she's like yeah yeah yeah." i was like (laughs) your voice went up yeah yeah yeah." and and then I, i was like you know, uh, we went from you know in a the first three months of a relationship are highly sexual. Yeah, um, and within a very short period of time, um, she wasn't that into it, and I was like, "Oh, that's okay if you're not sexually attracted to me." And she, and she was like, "No, I'm sexually attracted to you. I just don't like sex that much." And I was like, "Oh, well, that's a big, <laughs> yeah,
0: that's a big problem. Either way, that's a problem."
1: Now we're just talking about me. Yeah. Anyways, but she was, <laughs> she was cool. Um, and is that a good answer? I miss her. <laughs> uh huh.
0: It wasn't rape. <laughs> okay. 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 I feel weird ending on that note, but I don't, know, I don't know how to bail on this any other way. She was attracted to me, <laughs> but <laughs> but
2: I just feel like not enough. Like I need someone to like they see me. And the the me, they pussy is wet. Immediately, and they got that wet pussy. And sometimes I'd be like, "Are you sh- are you sure you you want to have sex right now?" And she'd be like, "Yeah." And I was like, "But you pussy dry." <laughs> and maybe I'm reading into that. Maybe I'm reading into the pussy dry. Mm-hmm. Maybe she just had a dry pussy.
0: Mm-hmm. Quicksand. It could be. Yeah.
2: And I don't. I don't know. <laughs> we hope that answers your Good question, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Can you cut that out?
0: The nope. whole
1: the whole podcast.
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah. Thank you. Work on. I'll work on it.
1: So what we're saying is, you know, set some boundaries,
0: right? <laughs> don't be the emotional friend. Yeah. Just cut, cut, cut it and off. And if that pussy not dry? Treat her like your other friends. Yeah, that you don't want to have sex with. Uh-huh. Uh huh. All right. I'm glad we got dark at the end. Yeah, well, we always do. Um, thanks to everybody justin halpern uh, justin underscore halpern on twitter matt lieb mm-hmm. thanks lieb at lieb one two three four five six seven eight nine that's right patreon.com slash Frotcast. thanks to all the people who donated all the people who don't you want to donate a quarter a month i don't care that's awesome yeah it's i all mean gravy dude yeah it's, don't, all, it's all don't great. feel like you're being cheap if you give like a penny who yeah. cares we, we're set up for that mm-hmm. uh anyway uh Google voice number 415 275 Until next week. Good night and eat the beans. <laughs>